We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, hey, yo! The power of the radio. <laughs> I put my Instagram out there. I'm like, I'm like 40 followers away from 10,000. Now I'm only 10. Shout out to you out there if you went to Instagram and clicked that button, at Keith McPherson. I promise I got content and more reels and a bunch of stuff that's sitting in my phone and has to be turned into posts on the way. But you guys are super solid. I was not expecting to uh, get a quick bump of like 30 followers in less than 30 minutes. Back on the fan, you got me till 11. I think I've started to talk about the Giants now, and we'll take some Giants calls, but... I'll get to everybody else on the line. I know I've already shouted out some of you guys' names that are on the line waiting. I just don't want to go to a call and then have to cut you short and break because I'm considerate. If you wait on the line, I want you to be able to call up and get your thought and your takeout and not have to be rushed. So, you know, I have things to say, and then we have to go to breaks and updates, and uh, now we're in the clear. So let's go back to the phones. Zach is in Hempstead on the fan. What's up, Zach? Hello. Hi. I'm a big fan. Awesome. Appreciate it, bro. Thanks for calling my show. Um, I'm going to, can I say uh, three quick points for the NFL? Yeah, it doesn't have to be quick. Take your time. Um, okay. First, I want to say I don't really like the Giants receiving thing, core. And, yeah, not, um, not, not much to like. I mean, they're okay. Yeah, I'm saying I don't see how they're going to win any game this week or coming into the playoffs. And that's the fun of it, right? I didn't see them beating Washington. I liked it. The, the Washington no, receiving core. Terry, Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, Jahan Dotson, even going to, like, Deami Brown and Cam Sims and Logan Thomas at tight end. I'd take those guys over what the Giants have, but they're, they're finding ways to get it done with less. you got to love that. Yeah, Saquon and Jones are clutch. Yeah, Th- those guys, um, those guys also, are all you really have to rely on, and you hope that the receivers do enough when they're called upon. Like, Richie James did enough when he was called yeah. upon. Yeah, he did enough. Um, is there any possibility that the Giants don't play the 49ers? Like, yeah. I don't like that game. Like, No, there's definitely a possibility. Like, the Cowboys are frauds. So there's like, they, don't have, they don't have that fifth spot locked up. So if they fall out, Right, they could they could lose. They could. I'm telling you, the, I don't trust Dallas, man, and and it's frustrating because I chose them when I was like four or five years old. They were winning Super Bowls, and I've had a lot of pain, and uh, I've just grown up. Yeah. I, I've matured and and understood like Jerry Jones is cursed. They're always gonna be frauds. Like they yeah. could lose to the Eagles on Saturday, even with Gardner Minshew. They could lose to the Titans as well. Like they have to go to Tennessee and then Washington also. They they could lose out. Yeah, I'm not. And, I'm not gonna hold you. They could lose out. And another point: uh, most of my friends think I'm crazy, but if Tom Brady's available, do you think any possibility that he goes to the Jets? I'm saying it's a perfect. I think it's perfect fit. <laughs> I don't. He's the arch nemesis of the Jets. That would yeah, be. Yeah, I know, but that's the Tom Brady thing to do. Yeah, everything is on the table, right? He's going to want to go to a place with a defense. They have with receivers. They have 
With the running game, they're definitely going to have when Brees Hall comes back. But I just don't think there's too much Patriots in his blood to want to come to New York and play for the Jets in the cold. He's down there in Tampa. I think his next move is to be somewhere else where it's also warm. Okay, fine. Thank you. Thanks for the call, man. Um, Tom Brady. I just want Tom Brady to retire. He's cooked. He he literally should have retired after that Super Bowl. Done. Right off into the sunset. Then he comes back last year. He should have been MVP, but they love Aaron Rodgers, so they give it to Aaron Rodgers. He comes back this year, and I really feel like Tom Brady only came back because he didn't get to retire on his own terms, right? There was some rumors, some rumblings, the whole thing with Bruce Arians, and then it got put out there in like the same day or two that the Brian Flores lawsuit came out, and Tom felt like he wasn't the center of attention. He didn't get to ride off into the sunset. Doesn't he have $375 million waiting for him in a TV deal? Hang it up, bro. Hang it up. I I, I was joking, saying, go home, be a family man. Well, that's a wrap now. I mean, he's still going to be a dad, but his he's divorced so there's a chance that Tom's like, I'm divorced. My kids know what it is. Their whole lives I've been in the league. I'm going to try and win another Super Bowl somewhere. Maybe the Niners. Saw Tom leaving Santa Clara Levi Stadium taking pictures of, like, I don't know, old school 49ers players that they had on the wall. I'm like, Tom, Tom Brady loves football, man. At his age, he's impressed by the stadium still. That's how I am. When I walk into any stadium, arena, anytime I see something, any game, like Yankee Stadium will never get old, but anytime I get to go to new arenas, I'm I'm always impressed because it just like brings you back to being a little kid. Tom Brady, if he doesn't retire, I don't think he's coming to New York to play for the Jets. I think he'll end up going somewhere warm. I don't know. Maybe they bring him into the 49ers. It's Brock Purdy and Trey Lance. He's definitely better than them, and the 49ers are another team that's ready and made to win. Let's go to Cameron in Bergen County on the fan. Hey, kid. Hey, is this Cameron? Yeah. What's up, man? How you doing? Good. Can you hear me? I can hear you loud and clear. Is it your birthday? Yeah, today's my 10th birthday. Wow. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Cameron. Happy birthday to you. Yeah. A decade. Yeah. So me and my dad, we have season tickets to the Giants. So I'm a really big Giants fan. Awesome. Awesome. I mean... Now is a good time to be a Giants fan. The future is bright for you. You're you're going to get older, and uh, you, by the time you're probably in high school, the Giants will be a, a solid contender year after year with this coaching staff and the way they're headed. About the Giants, I want to ask you a question. This season, because I know the guy before we were talking about Tom Brady, would you rather have Tom Brady be the Giants quarterback or Daniel Jones for next year? Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones this year, he, he, he showed off the legs. He can run way better than Tom. And I know he's not a better passer and doesn't have all the accolades and the Super Bowls and the name like Tom Brady, but that's your guy. That's the guy you drafted. That's the guy you want to see become Tom Brady, lead you to a Super Bowl and win games for you. It, it's Daniel Jones, not Tom Brady next year. Yeah, I agree. So, I was really surprised when I found out the release paid Crowder. 
because, like, I think he was playing pretty good for us. But, like, yeah, he only makes good, he makes, like, there and there and here. But I still think he was pretty good for us. He was a good player. But you know what? Brian Dable, Wink Martindale, Mike Kafka, even Joe Shane, they run a tight ship over there. And you know what? He literally asked to be released. He went on social media and he said, free me. And they didn't do it right away. They ignored it at first, right? Oh, you know, it is what it is. But right after they get the biggest win of the season and yeah. they, they see Landon Collins play a little bit in that big win, yeah, they say, we don't need this guy. You, you can yeah. go on your way. Yeah. So, anyway, since I had a great year this year, I really hope he would come back by the Do you agree? Uh, I'm not sure who's going to – that's a good question. Who's going to win comeback player of the year? I'm with you. I hope he wins it. I'm trying to think of who else has bounced back this year from injury or, or time off. I hope he wins it. Derrick Henry. No. Derrick Henry? Derrick Henry played last year. Played last year. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go to sleep now. I have to go to sleep now. But I just want <laughs> to sleep. Can I talk about the Metro in one second? Yeah. Um, so – I'm a fan, and this morning when I got home from school, I heard that the Metro interested in Liam Hendricks. Do you know who he is? Of course I know who Liam Hendricks is. Yeah, if they can what get him. What do you think would be a good trade for him? Um, is I think he's a free agent, right? No, he's no trade. Oh, no, he, you would have to trade for him. Uh, his name's swirling around. I don't know what they'd have to give up for Liam Hendricks, but if the White Sox are ready to move on from him, they're yeah. probably going to want a prospect or something. And, uh, you know, he's got a lot of energy. I, I vividly remember being at Yan in Yankee Stadium when uh, he, he got that win, the one win they got, I think, in that series, and he, like, emphatically yelled. I didn't like that at all. He's yeah. a spark plug. I don't know. Um, it's interesting. If you get him as the setup guy for Edwin Diaz, it, it's good night. You go from Scherzer and Verlander to Liam Hendricks to Edwin Diaz, that, that'd be a crazy combination. And he also just signed at Autovino. Yeah, Otto's back for two years. I said earlier he's going to be a Met longer than a Yankee. He had two seasons as a Yankee. He grew up a Yankees fan, but he's about to have three years as a Met. Good for him. He's a New Yorker. Yeah, thank you. Bye. Happy birthday again. Thanks for calling, Cam. Awesome. Good birthday. He's, uh, he's got to go to bed now. Ten years old is probably tough time, but I'm glad I was able to get to him. I shouted him out before a couple breaks. And uh, I wanted to get to him before 10. It just took some time. But that's awesome, man. You know, Shout out to Cameron's dad for letting him stay up and waiting on hold and uh, giving his kid a birthday moment that he'll remember forever. You know, when he was 10, he got to call WFAN and talk about the Giants and the Mets. And I love that. That warms my heart, man. Uh, <laughs> that's where it starts. When you're a kid. When I was 10 years old, I... I, I sounded just like that. He knew what he was talking about. <laughs> yeah, good questions. He knew better than me. I'm like, Liam Hendricks? Is he a free agent? No, you have to trade for him. <laughs> You're on it. You're on it. And uh, season ticket holder, Giants fan, that's great, Liam. Uh, or I'm th uh, Liam Hendricks, I'm thinking of. That's great, Cameron. Happy birthday to Cameron, 10 years old, uh, future caller, of WFAN got his first call in on his 10th birthday and I am honored to take that call moving on let's go to Jim on Long Island you got it Jim hey how's it going Keith great great just you know hosting and talking to talk 
Yeah, it was nice to uh, have the uh, have Cameron come on and be able to celebrate his birthday with him. Yeah, that was cool. Um, yeah, I just wanted to. I I like what you said about you know it being hard, um, you know, for Zach to 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 play the position. The position being hard anyway, and you know, uh, and most people I couldn't play it. I couldn't even begin to think about what it takes. And you talked about yourself, but you know, just the fact is that. You know, Zach may be a guy who's not going to be able to play that position. And, you know, the Jets have a, a quandary now where you see you, you, you were able to sit Zach. You wanted to reset him. As you talked about, he's got tons of issues going on. You've got players who have kind of aligned themselves with Mike White. And, you know, and more than likely because of the, you know, he's a nice guy and all that. But because of his his production, and he hasn't played that much either. He hasn't had the opportunity to have that many starts in the NFL. But what he's demonstrated is that he understands the complexity of the offense. He's able to get the ball out way quicker. Matter of fact, he's able to get it out, you know, statistically quicker than mm-hmm. most of these quarterbacks right now. So, you know, my concern is that. You know, Zach, of course, is probably not going to be the guy. Like you said, he's going to probably leave here. They, I don't think the Jets could responsibly, you know, look at him as the quarterback for next year based on what he's doing now and would have to consider either signing Mike White or signing somebody else because you couldn't go into the, the season um, with him with the situation the way it is now. So uh, uh, my real point is, and I know you're dead set against this, but I would, in this game, because the Jets still have a chance to to bridge this game and get Mike White back in, which they would clearly do if he's healthy enough to do, is, and it's not the greatest option, but but hear me out. If you bring Flacco back, even though he looked terrible in, in Buffalo and he, you know, he dropped the ball, he led the guy wrong, um, and he looks stiff and he is, he's not as nearly as mobile as, as, uh, as Zach is, not even the long shot. Cause Zach is a real athlete and, and Flacco is older. But if you can create a situation where whatever you have to do, protect him, bring in more protection, uh, set up screens, play action, whatever you do, he can get the ball downfield and he can get it down accurately, which will loosen the offense up to run the ball. Because right now they're cheating on Zach. They're up in the box. And I personally don't believe that this guy right now can do it. I just don't think he's capable of doing it. I know that there is still uh, the ability to 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 see if he can develop into a quarterback, but he's not showing anything at this point that would lead you to believe that he is going to develop. He's way further back than a lot of these quarterbacks who have come up in, in the two years. As a matter of fact, he's kind of regressed. And another thing I, you know, I hate to say it, but probably if you pulled the players in the, in the Jets locker room right now, they would prefer, I, I would bet this, that they would prefer to have somebody like Flacco who can actually read, as Bart said on, on the post game. I mean, this kid just cannot read defenses right now. He's not capable of actually running a team. He's capable of the, the schoolyard plays. He's capable of putting air under the ball and getting it out there and running around. But he's not really playing 
professional football at the level you need to to consistently win to get into rhythm there's just nothing going on like that with him so as much as it is a problem in putting Flacco in um and all the things you say about him is true you know there is still uh, a Super Bowl quarterback in there there is still a guy who can read and if you can properly uh, defend him as far as 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 protection he's a better option he is an yeah, absolute better that's option a, that's a so, huge if though thanks for the call Jim I'm sorry folks that the the O line that was in Cleveland blocking for Joe Flacco and the game that the Jets stole that Cleveland did everything to cough up and everything went the Jets way that's not even the offensive line anymore they've changed spots guys have gotten hurt Flacco at the end of his year 37 all right he's age 37 uh at the end of this season he's probably hanging it up man and sure I think if you pulled the the players in that locker room they would have told you in the preseason the writing was was on the wall early that they didn't believe Zach was the guy. Like that, that's something I've said weeks ago. These defensive players went against Zach in practice. They went against Mike White, and they also went against Flacco. They know who the best quarterback is. Personality wise, I think they all like Mike White, but it's not like Mike White is uh, you know wowing you either. Mike White looks better than Zach. Because of the one thing that keeps him in the league as an NFL quarterback, his head. And yes, of course, he's got the arm, but you're not going to be an NFL quarterback without the arm. But it's his head. He's able to recognize what defense is in front of him, snap the ball, drop back, or catch the snap in the shotgun and know immediately where to go. It's pre-snap read. Pre-snap read is the way that a quarterback can cheat. The defense will try to disguise that pre-snap read, but there's not too many different. It's not like they have on 20 different costumes. It's one thing or the other. Really, if you're if you're like looking at it and knowing what you're doing, you should know whether they're man or zone and what kind of zone they're playing. Flacco, to me, is not the option at all here. And I know there's some people probably thinking like, oh, because they spent a number two pick on Zach, that's why they want to use him. No, you're trying to win. The season's on the line. They know Zach is the better option. We as fans are just not giving Zach credit for anything good he's done. And his shortcomings are magnified. And it's obvious at this point, the kid can't read defenses and he can't put it together quick enough. It's so fast. It's so fast in the NFL. And with this Jacksonville defense, uh, they've given up a lot of points, but they can get after you too. And I don't think that Flacco gives them a better chance to win. I think they need to game plan better. I think they need... If you know that this kid can't be under center, look out and see how many linebackers are there, how many safeties are up top. I mean, I think I heard Tiki and Tierney say something, and and Tiki is a former NFL player, and he said he's watching the game, and he's just looking at matchups, right? It's Jeff Okuda, who was a top pick out of Ohio State at corner, matched up against, I think, maybe Denzel Mims, but then on the other side is like, a lesser-known guy, and he's matched up against Garrett Wilson. I'm going to Garrett Wilson all the time. And you got to know that as a quarterback. Hey, who's out there, right? When I told you guys we used to take tests in college on the defense, it wasn't just do they run a 3-4, a 4-3, uh, you know, how many times are they in zone, well, you know, what, what packages will they go zone, which packages will they go man, what downs. 
It's also personnel. We would have a full, okay, this guy is 6'1", 200 pounds. Uh, when he came out of high school, they said he ran a 4-4-40. We're watching those guys on tape. We know who to who to attack. Zach has to know who to attack. And uh, here you go on a short week. You got to be ready for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I don't think it's enough time for him to take that much of a step forward. You saw what you saw last week. It was a small improvement. You just got to hope for the best. You got to hope that the weather neutralizes the game um, or equalizes the game, um, equalizes the playing field, and that this defense can score and this defense can rattle Trevor Lawrence. But I don't know if you guys have been looking at Trevor Lawrence lately. Like, it's click for him. And before we go to break, the last thing I'll say, Trevor Lawrence was blessed with Doug Peterson. He didn't look like this last year under Urban Meyer. Doug Peterson is a quarterback whisperer. Doug Peterson was able to get to a Super Bowl and win it with Nick Foles, a backup quarterback. And now, late in the season, I thought Trevor Lawrence was going down with an ACL injury like three weeks ago when he got rolled over. He's been lighting it up as of late. They get ETN back. They've got Christian Kirk, Zay Jones. Evan Ingram's coming back to MetLife. It's going to be a tough task. Keith McPherson on the fan. I got to take another break, and I'll be right back. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. No time to waste. I've already wasted three and a half hours of some of your time. Shout out to you. You've listened to my whole show. I know I'm not wasting your time. We're having fun. We're talking about sports. And if you're into sports like I am, there's a lot to talk about all the time. I came in jokingly uh, taking some shots at Carton and Roberts because I listen to their show. Everyone listens to their show. They're number one. But in my open, I said, we're not doing any water taste tests. We're not debating what's the best apple juice or meats on a stick. I don't care what kind of cookies you like. Talk sports to me and I'll talk sports back. So let's get back to the phones. 
and see what you guys got. Keith McPherson on the fan. I'm only on for another half hour or so. And Angelo is down in Florida. You got it. You're on the fan. Keith? Hey, I got you. You're breaking up a little bit. All right. Can you hear me now? Yeah, you're good. I got you. Sorry about that. I had to take a bathroom run. All good. Um, yeah, no, I'm sorry. Rather, I don't know when this arbitration start with the Mets. I, I was thinking about whether or not they go to arbitration with McNeil and Alonzo or just sign them to a longer-term contract. Paulie, and I know where's Uncle, Paulie? Paulie and Uncle, I one night were talking about they need to get in front of that. Um, yeah, but it's Uncle Stevie's already spent like 440, right? So, like, where does he go with this? Like, do you you lock him up now or you wait? I think you lock him up early, and I think I think McNeil gets done first. I think you wait for Alonzo, but I think you lock up McNeil. Uh, Paulie and I were yeah. talking through this the other night and trying to figure out what they're going to get, where's it at. Um, right, because the shift is off now, right? So. McNeil can place the ball any place, right? He's the guy you want there, right? So I just thought that it'd be better to lock one of the, at least one of them up at this point. And I have one other quick question. I had called you last week about um, about Baker Mayfield, and I asked you why. You know, the Jets wanted him during the two. I think it was 2019 draft, but they. They couldn't get him, so they picked after whoever picked Mayfield. And rather than pick who they picked, they could have had him as a backup or let him start and let Zach Wilson sit, you know. But Well, he went number uh, one. The, Mayfield? Yeah, the, the, the Browns ended up taking him number one, and that surprised some people. Yeah, and where, where did Wilson go? Well... Two years later, Wilson went number two in a different draft. In in the 2018, I think it was 2018, yeah, 2018 draft, the Cleveland Browns took Baker Mayfield number one. In that same year, at number three, the Jets took Sam Darnold. That same year, they picked two two picks later. Yeah, I was just wondering why. But but I, when I asked you, when he went on the waiver wire, why... Why the Jets didn't, didn't get what, him? Because it, the way the waiver it, wire works... The teams with the lower or with the worst records get the first chance to pick. So he didn't even make it to the Jets. Like yeah, the Jets the didn't even get it. The Jets didn't get a chance to pick him up. The Rams picked him up off of waivers before he fell to the Jets. Yeah, but didn't the Rams win the Super Bowl that year? It's it's year about the, it's about this current season. It's about where you stand in this current NFL season, not last year. Uh, that's why I was a little confused about that. Yeah, but no do problem. you think it's, it's you think it's smart now to a little least lock up one of these guys, and that's going to bring him. He's at four forty somewhere around four forty, so going to bring him close to five hundred million, right? Yeah, and I don't think he cares. And, and I think it's McNeil before Alonzo. And we were talking through what Freddie Freeman got and what Matt Olson got, and even what like Abreu got this year and Rizzo got. Like Pete Alonzo could be really expensive. Um, I think they need to get to that before he gets there. But I think it's McNeil, then Alonzo. Hey, it broke my heart that they didn't pick up Swanson. Nobody went after Swanson. Swanson. I don't know if you watch any of the games with the Mets. And the, and, of, of course. Uh, I'm very familiar with, with Dansby Swanson from Vanderbilt yeah. all the way to now. I actually went to the Braves um, and saw their stadium in the, in the offseason. And, and 
met him, didn't get to shake his hand, but he was rehabbing back in 2018 on their field. I, I know exactly who he is. I didn't think he was ever really on the Mets' radar. No. They, they, He's they a Met killer. Um, yeah. Where would he have played? Third base? Yeah, like the, you're going to move him to third, but they talked about moving Correa to third, so I mean, what yeah. are the options? Yeah, I don't know. I no. think that was more of a, a Scott Boris story planted to raise the price up on the San Francisco Giants, and now here we are. The Giants had to hold off on their press conference. He's got a bad back. Right. Medical didn't clear. I don't know if the Mets want anything with that. I thought we would get possibly more calls from Mets fans saying, hey, they should try and you know see if they could get him, but I, I think the Giants ultimately do see it through, and and sign him, but um, I don't. I don't know. Thank, thanks yeah. for the call, Angelo. I don't remember anyone suggesting Dansby Swanson as an option for the Mets. I don't even think Mets fans will want him. Francisco Lindor is your shortstop for the next decade. If you could have stole Carlos Correa and he was down to go to third, cool. But I think a lot of us got carried away, Yanks and Mets fans, with the idea of moving a shortstop to third base specifically Carlos Correa. That ship has sailed, but maybe not. Maybe he is out of this deal now. He's got a bad uh, back, and the the, medical, the medicals don't come back. The physical failed, and, and the Giants back out, and he's a free agent again, and who knows how that's going to shake out. But I don't think anyone would be signing him to a 13-year deal. If he does end up back on the market, it's a one-year prove-it deal. Prove that, prove that you're healthy again. Um, and maybe the Mets or the Yankees or who knows – would be interested in him then. But Dansby Swanson to the Cubs, that's great for Dansby Swanson. He just got married. Uh, He's going from L.A. to Chicago, two great cities, two great baseball cities. I love them both. I've been to Dodger Stadium and Wrigley Field probably more times than I've been to City Field. Now that I think about it, yeah. Yeah, I've actually been to the Dodger Stadium and Wrigley Field more times than City Field. So that tells you everything right there. Dansby Swanson to the Cubs. The Cubs are trying to get back to winning, and uh, they may figure it out. They may not, but good for him. I don't think he was ever headed this way. Let's go to Anthony in Wontog on the fan. What's up, man? How you doing? Good, I good. just want to talk to him about what uh, Cameron was talking about with comeback player of the year. Yeah, I don't yeah. think he said Saquon. Yeah, I don't think it's much of a debate right now, actually, with uh, the way that Geno Smith's been playing in Seattle. Almost at an MVP level through the middle of the season. And, um, I mean, the guy sat for, what, five, six years? I don't think that it's really uh, even a debate. I know he's the uh, the favorite right now, but at over 3,200 yards, 26 to 8 touchdown interception ratio, I just think that the way that he's shown that he can come back through, you know, the adversity of leaving the Jets after the big, you know, fight and then playing backup for multiple teams and then just to step in Pete Carroll, Carroll's offense that, you know, one of the best players in or the last decade when Russell Wilson kind of struggled in his last year to then take that offense to a different level the way he, that he's playing. I think he's the, the definite comeback player of the year. I went and looked it up. Um, the, the betting favorite is Saquon Barkley at minus 155. Geno is right behind him at plus 225. And I think that has a lot to do with the fact that the Seahawks are in a free fall. They might drop out of the playoffs. Saquon Barkley is going to have a year where he finishes in the top as far as rushing and most likely leads the Giants back to the postseason. So I think it's I think it's Saquon Barkley. Christian McCaffrey is at plus 750. Derrick Henry is at plus 1,200. Honorable mention to Nick Gates, another New York Giant. He's in there at plus 1,400. Thanks for the call, Anthony. Moving right along. 
I uh, figured we'd get a, a Knicks call at some point. Sam is in Queens. The Knicks are rolling. They just beat the Warriors. We know Steph didn't play, but it was a convincing win at the Garden. How do you feel? Hey, Keith. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm in here now watching John Moran and uh, the Grizzlies take on Denver. But I, I watched a lot of that game. It was never a doubt. Wow, wow, wow. I've been a Knicks fan through it all. I've seen the worst of the worst, and now eight-game win streak. What are your expectations for the Knicks this season? Now they got to see it through. You can't rip off an eight-game win streak here and then collapse because, like, yeah. I opened up and I said, you know what it is? Uh, Knicks fans are like me with the Cowboys. You've been hurt too many times to believe. You you, you just can't you can't take the good and and uh, get too excited. Fool me, can't fool me again. You're 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 not thinking too far ahead because you, you've been hurt in the past. But this is a this is a more stable unit. This is a more cohesive unit. This is a team that looks like they can sustain this success, and they've done it with defense, and they've done it with sharing the ball. And I think Tibbs. He's finally realized, like, hey, let these young guys play. Let these young guys get in the mix. And they're not young. Like, they're not rookies anymore. Some of these guys getting getting run out there. And I think now everyone kind of knows their role. Jalen Brunson has been the steadier of the ship, the quarterback of the team. Julius Randle will rise to the occasion when he's got to be the leading scorer or R.J. Barrett will ball out. And you're, you're getting contributions from a lot of different guys. It is a team. It isn't just Julius Randle chucking up shots. It's a team. It isn't just hoping that R.J. Barrett has a big night. They're coached well. They're playing well. They're playing good defense. They've got two big men. I mean, I'm looking at the Knicks like, hey, why why can't they be in the playoffs? You rip off eight wins, and you've beat a lot of teams that potentially would be in the, in the mix or in the way. No, this is, a, this is a team that can get back to the playoffs, and we'll see how the East shakes out after Christmas. I know it's early, right? Christmas is always the time that we say, okay, let's look at who is who and what is what in the NBA, but these Knicks are different, and it starts at the top with Tibbs, and then he's in a, or Jalen Brunson is an extension of him. Julius Randle has been around long enough. R.J. Barrett knows who he is. Like, I'm looking at them like they're not, they're not the Knicks that were blowing leads last year. Last year, they were blowing 20-point leads. I don't think they're capable of that this year. They just, they communicate better, they're they're locked in. They look like a they're playing a different brand of basketball to me. What do you see as their ceiling? I don't want to put a ceiling on them. And when I, I'm a Nets fan, right? So I'm looking at the East, and then the Nets are are in there. Obviously, the Bucks, uh, Boston, like you know, the Cavs. You can put a ceiling on them by who's in front of them right now. The the Sixers in front of them. Do I think I think they could be better than the Sixers? Honestly, I know Embiid is hell to deal with, but they've got two big men that could potentially neutralize him. And Tyrese Maxey has been hurt. Like, I'd like to see what the Knicks do there. Um, I guess you only put a ceiling on them because the Bucks are in first, the Celtics are second, Cleveland is third, and Brooklyn is four. I think if I had to put a, a ceiling on them, I think they're, they're a five seed, maybe a four seed, depending on how this all shakes out. They're not that far off. They're four and a half games out of first. In the NBA, all it takes is one or two guys to go down or go out. And uh, a tough stretch of games with, with back-to-backs and, and a tough part of the schedule. The Knicks are handling business right now. And uh, I, I don't want to be a guy on the air to say what they can't do. We don't know yet. Yeah, and, and everyone's going to attribute the success to Brunson. But I think it's, I think it's Grimes. Grimes I mean, has, I Grimes has, has been huge, and they've let him be, right? Like, that's what I'm saying about letting the young guys play. Uh, McBride, Grimes, IQ. Uh, Obi's not even playing right now, and they're having this success. Like, they're 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 not 
relying on Evan Fournier. I've, I've mentioned his name a few times tonight. He shouldn't be playing. Like he's he's not effective. He's a liability, and it took them a while to 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 realize that. Like it doesn't matter what his contract is. You you can't rely on this dude. And uh, the young guys are doing it. Um, I'm 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 impressed. I'm not gonna lie. I, I'm looking at them as like they're a different team, and it just took a couple weeks to get there. All right. Good night. Thanks for the call, Sam. Knicks fans start to believe. You know, I heard. Tommy saying his bridge show, if the Knicks are good, they're the biggest story in town. If the Knicks are good, everybody's going to be behind them. They'd be the biggest team in this town. Yeah, they've got a ton of fans. They've been here 100 years. And uh, you're starting to get contributions. McBride had 10 points tonight. Quentin, Quentin Grimes, as a starter, is doing it. He had 19 points. Jalen Brunson, you know about. Julius Randle, you know about. R.J. Barry, you know about. I mentioned Mitchell Robinson and Hartenstein. I wish the Brooklyn Nets had one of Mitchell Robinson or Hartenstein. They're out there with Ben Simmons and Nick Claxton. Not sliding my own guys, but you know they. You guys actually have paint presence defensively, rebounding. You need that. They have a few different parts of the team. You have Jalen Brunson at the point guard who can distribute the ball, who can get you into the right plays, the right situations when you need him to shoot or you need him to score. He can do it. Julius Randle, you already know what it is. You've seen him the last four years. Like you, you know what Julius Randle can do. And sometimes he takes a back seat. Tonight he only had 15 points. That's fine. He had 12 rebounds. RJ Barrett. I said this is a year that RJ Barrett needed to take a step and be more of the superstar, all-star. Because he was drafted third. Okay. He's not John Morant. He's not Zion Williamson. But he's been pretty solid and consistent. He needs to shoot a little bit better, but hey, he put up 18 points tonight. So that's a good that's a good uh, that's a good option to have. I mean, IQ put up 22. McBride off the bench sent they they have the pieces and they have a good coach and now it's just a matter of the competition and the east and the teams around them. But now you can get excited, right? Not too excited. Hold your horses a little bit, but you can get excited about the prospect of the Knicks being in the playoffs. And I'm getting excited about the prospect of maybe there being some kind of matchup where the Knicks and Nets meet, maybe in the second round. I don't know right now. We can't call it. It's too early, folks. It's not even Christmas yet to be talking about the NBA playoffs that come in. Playoffs? The playoffs that come in April. Keep McPherson on the fan. I got to break it down. This is my last break. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. G-G-G-G-G-U-Net. All right, folks, this is the last couple minutes I have here. I'm going to try and take these last three calls. Try and make it fast. I don't know what time the back time is going to hit, but whatever you got, just say it. If I cut the phone on you, I'm not hanging up on you. I'm just trying to get my last three calls in. Philip in Jamaica, Queens on the fan. Go for it. Hello. Uh, thank you for taking my call. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Thank you. I want to make a point with Zach Wilson. You know, like a lot of other people, I don't, you know, he he's terrible. But I have an idea. There's one way I would keep him on the Jets next year. He's under contract. Yeah, true. But what do you think of signing someone like or acquiring, if they can, Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers to nurture him so he can learn from one of the best? I mean, Tom Brady is the best quarterback ever. So who's better than to teach him the ropes than Tom Brady? I mean, what do you think of this idea, Mark? Thanks for the call, Philip. Tom Brady isn't coming here to nurture. 
Uh, Aaron Rodgers isn't coming here to nurture. They're coming here to win. They're not going to come here and also be a uh, mentor to Zach Wilson. They're just going to come in and, and play and win, and it would be on Zach to get the most that he can out of them. I think that he's on, under contract. He's going to be here. I think that Mike White also re-signs he wants to be here unless somebody blows him away with an uh, offer, and I don't, I don't, I just doubt that. I think it's going to be Zach and Mike White, and then they need to bring in like a – Jimmy Garoppolo, Derek Carr type for both of those guys to learn from and for the Jets to be able to go out there and win games under an actual NFL quarterback that has done it for multiple years at this level. Seth in Brooklyn, go for it. You're on the fan. Hey, Keith, how are you? Good, man. Thanks for calling. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I happen to be a diehard Cowboy fan, but I'm realistic like yourself. I've been rooting for the Cowboys for 58 years. And I became a Cowboy fan at seven because of the star in the helmet and the fact that they used to lose to the Packers all the time. Now, what I don't get, and I'm right with you on it, and it's the curse of Jerry Jones. Yep. He's not going to win. Have you, ever seen, have you ever seen the movie North Dallas 40? North Dallas 40. No, and no, I'm not a movie guy. <laughs> All right, it's an old movie about the Cowboys. True story. Nick Nolte was in it in the 80s. And what, what I see in the movie is they had a rookie quarterback. They're in the gym, and every time they ran a play, he changed the play like Dak. And it frustrates the hell out of me. Yeah. We're locked in with him. It's the curse of Jerry Jones. We'll never win as long as he's the owner of this team. And I have a friend of mine that I grew up with that I was just out to dinner with in New Jersey with a bunch of our guys that we used to play basketball with. And the two of us are so frustrated by what's going on with they that. They had the game won. They were up 27-10. They even were up 34, I think 31, and could have just ran the ball. And I don't I don't want to talk about it. It's unfortunate. <laughs> I, I feel your pain, though. Trust me. I'm watching but, all of these years. And like you said, with Dak, Dak is always checking a play. I don't know if it's always the right thing. But run play. the ball. You have two running backs with multiple touchdowns. Like, Run the ball and, and get out of there. It, it, they have to They have to change course because this could be the year that the Cowboys actually get back to the NFC championship when you look at who's in front of them, right? Brock Purdy and now Gardner Minshew? I don't know. It's, uh, it's discouraging because I just don't believe that they'll get it done. Thanks for the call, Seth. The Cowboys are frustrating, man. I, just like he said, he picked them when he was seven. I picked the Cowboys when I was like four or five. Yeah, it was cool when they were beating the Bills and the Steelers in the Super Bowl. Every year after that, they get your hopes up, they win double-digit games, and then you get all excited for the playoffs, and people are talking their nonsense, and they always get the last laugh. Dallas Cowboys fans, we put on our clown suits every Sunday, our Dak jerseys, our CeeDee Lamb jerseys. David in New Jersey, last call on the fan. Go for it. Hey, Keith, how are you? Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Thanks for the call. What you got? I'm a big fan, and I just want to make a point about the Giants quickly. Go, go, go. I've been, I'm a big Giants fan, and I've been watching them for over uh, a decade. I'm 19 years old, and I just want to see them in the playoffs, you know? And even if they don't go far, it'll just make me feel happy that they, this coaching changes and everything really have shown that we could be a good team in the future. And hope. You got it, David. This is the year. First year of Joe Shane, Brian Dable, they're right there. They control their own destiny. Salakot is in the building. He's coming up next. At Keith McPherson, wherever you follow people, it's been fun. I'll see you tomorrow.
Sports Radio 1019 FM. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.